are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Thursday, everyone, and thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats. As always, this is brought to you by the Bet Online Sportsbook. All right. Now, we got a lot of football to get to. We're going to get to that in the second and the third segment. But the first thing that we really need to get to is we need to talk a little bit more about Arizona basketball. Now, we've talked a lot about KJ Lewis, five star guard out of El Paso. We need to talk about the other guy that really kind of makes this Tommy Lloyd recruiting thing go, and that's Kylan Boswell. All right. Now, you probably know Kylan Boswell. You probably heard of him. He's a five-star point guard out of Phoenix. So here's where we're going to go back. Arizona, for the longest time under Lute Olsen, used to be known as point guard U. And there were a lot of different reasons for why it was known point, point guard U, basically because it was one of the best programs on the West Coast, and the point guards themselves were the ones that really kind of made the program go. And it goes, I mean, we got name after name after name. You got Steve Kerr. You got Damon Stoudemire. You've got Jason Terry, Mike Bibby, Jason Gardner. You can just keep going on and on down the list. And basically, it's almost like a who didn't play at Arizona at some point. And that kind of got lost under Sean Miller. Sean Miller did a lot of really good things at the U of A. But I don't know that anybody would ever look at it and say that that was a dynamic guard offense or that that was a you know a spot where a spot where you know a guard could go to flourish where it was like with Lute Olson. Kylan Boswell is really one of the first guys that Tommy Lloyd actually prioritized as a recruit and let's be honest for good reason. Um, you watch him and a lot of people ask for what a comparison is and I hate doing this but it's he's kind of a poor man's Mike Bibby in this regard in that he's very solid. He plays at his own pace. He's not a super, super athlete, but he's able to get guys involved. He can make the open shot, and you come away thinking, man, he just dropped 19.7 assists and five rebounds on me. It's that kind of a, it's that kind of situation. It's a little bit different. He's not nearly as good as Bibby. I'll give you an example. When anybody that saw Mike Bibby in high school knew that this was going to be a guy who, you know, barring something incredibly unforeseen, was going to be a first-round pick, was going to be an All-American, and was going to be a high first-round pick by the end of his uh, sophomore year, and that all came to fruition. Um, Boswell isn't really that. Boswell is probably an NBA player, but Boswell's a guy that I think has All-American potential at the college level. He's also a pretty underrated defender on top of that. But what this also signals, too, is that Lloyd is bringing in guys that, you know, People, I think, were worried a little bit about he can obviously recruit, but what kind of actual coach is Tommy Lloyd? And I think that's where everything becomes interesting. Uh, I mean, he can obviously coach, but what kind of recruit is he? And that's where it becomes interesting because, you know, he struck out on a lot of guys early on. But I think people also need to realize that this is a different era of Arizona basketball in that Sean Miller recruited a lot of really, really good players, no doubt about it. But Sean Miller, after a while, I think, 
you know, was just looking for stars. And it looks awesome when you've got top five recruiting class after top five recruiting class. And I don't know that he was necessarily as concerned about the, uh, you know, the fit. Tommy Lloyd to me is an all fit guy right there. And that I think he'll sacrifice a little bit of talent for somebody that's on the exact same page as him. And that's where I think Kylan Boswell comes in because Boswell's that type of player that's going to be able to fit in, I think, very nicely at the U of A. He's also going to be someone who is a multiple-year player. He's going to be the backbone of your team. He's going to be the cornerstone of it. And when you come in here in two years where you got Kylan Boswell running the point, you got K.J. Lewis right there, and, oh, by the way, you could still have Pella Larson and Kerr Creesa. You could have all the usual suspects. But the point guard is what makes everything go. And K.J. Lewis talked about it the other day, that, that he's the type of guy that you want to play with, him being uh, Kylan Boswell. And I think you're only going to see more guys. It wouldn't surprise me at all if this 2023 class became a top five, top six class nationally. And a lot of that has to do with these two young men right here. Now, a lot of people are asking, is uh, uh, Kyle Boswell going to reclassify? I well, He certainly has that option. I would lean probably towards just letting him play out his high school career. Because again, while he's very, very good, he's not the game changer type that's going to come in and drop 17 points immediately. Factor in too that he's the normal age for his grade. He's not one of the double holdbacks or the holdbacks or anything like that. He's a young he's a young dude still. So I would let him play that one out and just see how it goes from there. If you watch Kylan Boswell, you can also see that this is a pretty strong dude right here. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if he's utilized athletic greens. Now, everybody always wants to get in shape. And, you know, there's nothing more annoying than getting into really good shape. But then you still got a little bit of the gut. And that's where athletic greens comes into play. Athletic greens is where you can get basically anything you need. It's a multi. You've got all kinds of different ingredients in there. It tastes good. And it's fantastic for you on top of that. So they got a really good deal going on right now. Free one-year supply of the immune-boosting vitamin and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash college. Again, this is athleticgreens backslash college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate, ultimate health insurance right there. And that's Athletic Greens. Let's take a quick little break. All right. So now talking a little bit more about basketball. Kylan Boswell is also the guy that's going to be allowed. Uh, it's going to allow Tommy Lloyd to be able to get up and down. That's going to be able to make let this team run the court. And I think that's what's really enticing about what he can do here. I imagine you're going to have more players coming in here as well in this class. You're probably going to also have some guys coming in from the transfer portal as well. So those are the guys that certainly keep an eye on. All right. Now let's get to the defensive side of the football when it comes to U of A spring football. All right. Talked a lot about the offense. Now it's time to talk a little bit about the defense. Last year, I give Don Brown a lot of credit for a multitude of reasons. First and foremost, he inherited a team and a roster that just wasn't very talented. I think we can all pretty much sit here and say that. And he was able to mold something together that, you know, kind of a mediocre product put out on the field when he probably didn't even have mediocre talent. 
now you're looking at a you got year two. It's obviously not Don Brown. Johnny Nansen's come in from UCLA. He said he wants to keep a lot of the aggressive uh, style, which I would certainly like to see. But a, you got a lot of players coming back, and there's players that you could look at across the board. Jalen Harris is coming back. This is a guy that you know comes from U of A football royalty. Father was one of the best players to ever play here. Mother was a great basketball player. His little brother who's also six foot eight is on the football team as well. But Jalen's a guy that looks the part and, you know, Jalen's certainly flashed, but I think Jalen, it's now time to take that next step and become an all conference caliber pass rusher, which multiple coaching staffs have said that he's fully capable of. And when you watch him, I don't think that there's any secret that he's fully capable of doing something like that. So again, he's a guy that you're certainly going to want to keep an eye on right there. I look at, I look at his brother too. His brother, I initially saw Jason Harris. I initially saw when he was playing basketball in high school, he was six foot eight. And I thought he was a U of A basketball recruit. And come to find out that he's Sean Harris's son, going to play football. He's really tall. He's got a lot of athleticism going for him. And he's slowly put on decent weight. He's continued to put on decent weight. And I think that's something that's intriguing about uh, about both of the Harris boys, to be honest with you. So again, we'll be able to see what they can do there. Lining up somewhere in there is going to be a guy named Paris Shand, who is probably one of the more underlooked but overproducing players in all of uh, spring football. He's got a, he's got the quick twitch muscle. He's about 6'4", 240. Um, if he can hold up, I would imagine he's going to get as much uh, run as he can. Then you look at the linebacker level, and you've got a guy in Hunter Eccles, who's USC uh, transfer, former four-star recruit. He's good. Um, during spring practice, he's been all over the ball. He's been uh, in the backfield. He's been able to you know, rush the passer. A lot of different avenues to Hunter Eccles. And I think that the one thing you need to always look with these guys is, sure, spring football is a little bit of a different animal. We all know that. But he certainly stuck out, and I think this is a guy that you're certainly hoping can get, probably get you seven, eight sacks this year. All right. Now, they don't have a betting line on it, but if there was a betting line on the stats that Hunter Eccles could get you, it would be on the Bet Online Sportsbook. That's where you want to go to get everything. It's that simple. It's that easy. You go there, the one-stop shop. You got props. You got odds. You got everything that you could possibly imagine. Again, if there wasn't odds on Hunter Eccles and how many uh, uh, tackles for loss he would have, if there was a sports book that would have it, it would be the Bet Online sports book. Give it a shot. Check it out. All right. Before we sign off here, let's talk a little bit about the secondary. So you've got on both sides, Christian Roland Wallace, who's been around, it seems forever, is one of the more highly rated guys that's on the U of A roster. He is, he played, um, he was a U.S., he was recruited by USC. You watch him physically, he looks the part. He's just, uh, he's not the fastest guy in the world. So it's going to be, excuse me, important for safeties over the top to be able to help him out. And then on the other side, you probably got a guy named Traden Stooks, who is the epitome of the overachiever who's actually good. And by the end of the year, I think you could make the case that Stooks was the best cornerback on the team, led the team in pass breakups, 31 tackles. Uh, Jed Fish has mentioned him multiple times as somebody to certainly keep an eye on. Now, another guy also to keep an eye on, I don't know how much he's going to play this year, it's a former four-star named Ephesians Prysock. Now, he could still be in high school right now. He's an early graduate Four-star kid, top 250, six foot two, looks the part, looks the kind of like the kind of guy that Oregon or Washington or USC gets. And honestly, could have played at all those schools. And then looking on the defensive 
rounding out the defensive uh, backfield is going to be Christian Young. He's playing that Viper position where he can rush the passer, he can cover tight ends, he can deliver hits in the middle of the field. He was a little bit out of place at times last year, but I think that's going to change a little bit now because I think he's got a more steady role for what he wants to do. And I think when you've got a guy like Johnny Nansen who can look at the tape and see that, you know, see why, as they call him, can do a lot of different things for you. It's also going to be important for him to be able to put uh, Christian Young in the best position to be able to make plays happen. And I think Nansen's going to be able to do that. But overall, there's a lot more questions on the defense than there are on the offense. But you know what? There's talent on this unit. And Johnny Nansen's a guy that comes in with a good resume. We'll be back with you tomorrow getting you ready for the spring game coming up in 48 hours.